and welcome to Faithful. My name is Christina. My name is Emma. And I was just telling Emma that I still don't know how we start these things, because it's been a while. (laughs) But hello! Uh, This is a podcast where we talk about faith in popular culture and media, and we analyze it. We have... Uh, we talk about a lot of random things, but we also get really heartfelt about it, too. <laughs> uh, and as you probably saw in the episode title when you pull this up on your podcatcher of choice, uh, today we are talking about BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yes, this is my topic, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, if anybody knows me in real life or, like, on Twitter or whatever, uh, well, my tag, like, my uh, like Twitter at is of hauntings. And Mm -hmm. I've always been in the last, oh gosh, it's been a while now. I've been really interested in like ghosts and like the spiritual like world and and... afterlife. Yes. (laughs) I've been really interested in that recently. Um, And so Buzzfeed Unsolved really hits exactly where I want to be hit every single time. I love it so much. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, today we're going to walk through like what Buzzfeed Unsolved is, um, like going really deep into it like places where it's impacted me spiritually and like why I continue to watch it as a Christian woman (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so first things first though I think we should establish a baseline do we believe in ghosts or what what's your opinion on that sort of on that question I I do think that there is some kind of I'm just going to say, like, extra spiritual force, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, to cover everything across the board. I do I, I do think that there is something like that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I absolutely try not to think about it as much as possible, because <laughs> the, the idea of demons, like, actually, like, existing in real life is something that really spooks me out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... That's something that, uh, that I have. <laughs> uh, but I... I'm I'm definitely like willing to hear about it. Sure. I'm just probably then. Actually, no, I'm gonna have plenty to take my mind off this today. I got another recording this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try. I will try my best. I don't think I'll have to get into anything, any details, or um, anything super spooky. It's mostly gonna be overarching things and maybe a, an anecdote or two. Uh, okay and if there is then both i christina will tell you in the call and then i christina the editor will also put something in the description about it perfect great um awesome so uh i am in the same boat pretty much with uh if i believe in ghosts or not and it's i i don't know if i believe in like people's spirits like lingering afterwards like actual dead people ghosts I don't think that that Mm -hmm. is what's happening but I think that um not every single one but a lot of like spiritual encounters and like ghost things can be explained by like like demons or some kind of like spiritual entity because I do definitely believe in like a spirit world that exists like in the parallel to ours um and that there are connections and weirdness between them um so yeah that's about where I'm at which is why I think I really enjoy, one of the reasons I really enjoy ghost hunting shows um, mm-hmm. is because uh, just it exposes me to that and makes me question it and like makes me think about it harder from like how I, what I think about it and what my beliefs are on the subject, uh, which I, I just kind of like being challenged that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, let's start from the beginning. What is BuzzFeed Unsolved? BuzzFeed Unsolved is a uh, ghost hunting show put on by BuzzFeed, of course, um, who, and it is uh, hosted by um, two men, uh, Ryan Bergara and Shane Madej, so I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his last name, um, who are absolute foils of each other. It's hilarious. Shane is the non-believer. He does not believe in ghosts. He's not a spiritual man at all. He would love to believe in ghosts because he thinks that would be rad if they existed, but he just does not. Um, and so he's on these investigations as sort of like something as to... the straight man. <laughs> yeah, as the straight man, yep. To ground Ryan when he goes crazy um, and to just, uh, for the viewer who doesn't believe in ghosts, to have somebody to relate to on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, on the other hand, 
uh, is a very scared man of ghosts. <laughs> He's um, he absolutely believes in like the spiritual world and in like ghosts and demons and stuff like that. Um, and he's going out there to find evidence to both, like, prove to Shane that they exist and just to, like, in the community, in the world, in society, you know, give people okay. some sort of explanation for the things that they experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that is interesting. I am, I have never watched any of BuzzFeed Unsolved, um, aside from a few, you know, like, compilation best of clips or whatever mm-hmm. um but my template for like ghost hunting slash supernatural etc is like the ghost adventures i think whatever yes, it is with yes. zach baggins mm-hmm. um where i'm used to i'm more used to you know like someone like oh like the people who believe in demons and every like the people who believe in this are usually the ones who are like actively like trying to seek out the contact mm-hmm. with the with the with the extra living. Yeah, I guess. Sure. But it sounds like BuzzFeed Unsolved is someone who absolutely does not believe and is trying to reach out, and the one who does and is trying to keep away from everything at all costs. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Shane. Um, so this I'm gonna get into this a little bit more in a second, but um, in one of the first episodes. Um, Shane and Ryan actually go and see an actual priest. His name is Father Gary Thomas. Um, he is an exorcist, like officially sanctioned by the Catholic, the Catholic Church. Church, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there was actually like a movie and a book written about his experience in becoming an exorcist. Um, it's called something like Path to Modern Exorcism or something like that. I don't know. Um, but it was like it was a thing. And so this guy's like the real deal. Um, and they go to visit him. Um, I'm sure it was Ryan's idea. Shane doesn't care. <laughs> um, to go and talk to him about like, they're about to go to these haunted places that are potentially infested with ghosts and demons. What do we do? From a person, from your expert opinion, how do we go about this in a respectful way? Can I guess what step number one was? Yes. <laughs> Step number one is don't. Yes, it was. Absolutely. <laughs> I think Ryan's ex- almost exact words were something like, um, it's like, so we're about to go into these haunted, infested places. What is your, like, like what what is your knowledge? And the guy's like, okay, are we still on camera? Yeah. Don't. <laughs> if you have mm-hmm. to, though. Um, his, his, uh, his like main piece of uh, advice was do nothing to invite them into a conversation. Don't um, like provoke them. Don't invite them to like attack you. Don't just do not interact. Do not interact. (laughs) Like do not form any sort of connection with them because then they can, you know, latch onto you and even like follow you home or something, you know, it could be really bad for you. Okay. Interesting that the, that father Thomas was, it sounds like kind of just taking like an like a scientific scientific <laughs> scientific uh more like observational tack. Yeah, mhm. Um I think one thing that Shane said um Shane doesn't believe in ghosts and like spiritual things and like religion at all but like he's not a jerk so he wouldn't he's not like rude to Father Thomas and um so to, one thing he says is uh that they should basically approach it like a fine art gallery. Like, you are here to maybe observe demons and what they're doing in this place, but you are not here to interact with them or try to exercise them. Like, that is not your place. And you do not take them home with you. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Ryan, um, because he's a very spiritual person who I relate to a lot, uh, he has um, a rule, which he's kind of recently broken, but he has a rule that every season of um, BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, they can only go to one demon place. The rest of them have to be ghosts. He will only deal with one demon a season. Yeah, Just that, to keep that... his odds down on getting possessed. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, that is, that it, I, I personally would have said no demons, but <laughs> good for him. <laughs> you gotta make that money somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's this big... Um, 
there's this pretty substantial scene where they're talking to Father Thomas about this. Um, and at the end of it, um, Ryan says something like, I just feel so comforted, even though I know where we're about to go, I'm going to feel anything but that. And I was like, and I, I, I really like seeing people like experience like some kind of like spiritual thing, like have an spiritual experience, but maybe not have the correct words for it and like talk about it in like, like on BuzzFeed Unsolved where millions of people yeah. watch it, you know, like, yeah. yeah, getting, getting to hear about like, like faith experiences of faith in, in especially when it's in a good context mm-hmm. like that is really nice, especially because also then like, if they don't have the words to express it, but they are still trying to express it, it's much more meaningful. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I really love that scene where they're talking to Father Thomas. Um, just because it's incredibly respectful how they're like treating it all. Um, mm-hmm. At one point, um, uh, Ryan is like, can you bless some water for me so that I can have some kind of like protection while we go out? And He's like, yeah, do you have some water? He just takes out like a plastic bottle, water bottle with the yeah. label lip ripped off. And he like, and so Father Thomas blesses the water. Um, yeah. And uh, later he puts that water into a little tiny squirt gun <laughs> to, to fight the ghosts with. Um, but I think, which I think is partial, is for the show being, it's just, a, it's a goofy show. It's a funny show. Um, yeah, like it. It was done for the jokes, but I'm. I'm I, I think it actually brings him comfort. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I that you talking about that reminded me of a fun fact about uh, holy water. Yeah. I remember reading somewhere. Um, I don't know how like Catholic Church canonical this is, mm-hmm. but I feel like I read somewhere that holy water can never be diluted. Like, if you pour, if he were to pour that bottle of holy water into, say, a swimming pool, Mm -hmm. the entire pool would just become holy water. Oh. Like, pouring it into other things does not, like, dilute the blessing on it, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Which is, like, again, I do not know, I, we are in the recording, so I don't want to take the time to, like, (laughs) Google in case, uh, in case it was Wi-Fi decides to, uh, revolt against us, Mm -hmm. um, but... I, that is something that I remember reading somewhere on the internet, and if it's true, that's really neat. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I feel then you would only have to really get your water blessed once, and if you can always save just a little bit of it, just put that into another water, and then all of yeah. that becomes holy water, and just keep doing that. Yeah. Um. Here's another fun holy water fact. Oh, please. Uh, in in a, in a tabletop game that Emma and I had both played in, um, I actually, in fact, did take my dice to church with me one time and, like, got holy water and blessed my dice. <laughs> Didn't you send me blessed dice as well for my birthday? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, have I have done those. that with a couple different friends. I've sent them, like... Like, hi, like, I took your, like, I took this bag of dice with me to church, and then, like, on my way out, I just, like, dip your hand in the pot, and just, like, stuck my hand in my pocket in this bag of dice and, like, rummaged around a while. (laughs) I love that so much. If you're, like, please, I just want all of my dice to be holy. Please give me more holy (laughs) dice. I love it. That's awesome. I bet my dad would really appreciate that. He's he's big into D and D and stuff. Actually, I do remember telling him that you gave me blessed dice, and he was like, "What? That's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, where was I? Uh, they they got their bottle of water blessed. Yes. Um, and uh, another thing that uh, Father Thomas told Ryan specifically, um, mm-hmm. like Ryan said something about like I'm pretty like. I'm probably going to be really terrified going into these places. And Father Thomas said, do not be afraid. And Ryan was yeah. like, it's like, I mean, and for seasons after that, he like, whenever he did get super freaked out, he said like, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And I don't, <laughs> he Aww. sounded really afraid, but like, I was like, I've done the same thing. I've, I've literally done that when I was afraid is like, um, yeah, just like, just call on God to like protect me. Just like it's like, hey, okay, don't help. Like help me not be afraid. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. And it was just like, like it's like on oh, Buzzfeed Unsolved, where millions of people watch it again, and it's like just yeah, real spirituality, like as it actually happens in real life. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I did do a little bit of research on Father Thomas that you don't really get in the episode, just because I thought it was oh, interesting. Nice. Um, so once again, he is like an active practicing exorcist. I think in like 2005 is when he went to the Vatican and got, you know, like, um, like the official certification. Yes, got trained in it and everything. Um, and there was like a movie made about it. Um, and so I found this was all from like an article that was talking about how, like, especially in America, there's a mm-hmm. huge increase in demand for exorcists recently. Um, and that mm-hmm. like the number of like official trained exorcists has gone from like 12 people to 50 people in the last like 10 years or something just to keep up with demand. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, take all this great for granted. Saw. I don't even remember what what website I was on when I was reading all of this. But like, um, mm-hmm. there, uh, these exorcists, like these group of exorcists, believe that, um, like the reason that so many more people need them is, um, <laughs> take this with a super big grain of salt, um, can be attributed to like increased porn addiction, uh, dr- increased drug addiction, and um, this is the part I do like though is um, like the like extremely failing mental health care system in America that people just like don't get help and then they're super vulnerable to demons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to say that like the prevalence was also maybe tied into the increasing coverage of like cases of exorcism mm. in popular culture. Like, you know, the whole the whole movie and book, The Exorcist, <laughs> or The Haunting of Emily Rose or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I hate to speak its name into the into the pod, but Supernatural the T V show. <laughs> We're gonna have someone on to talk about that someday. Oh, we need to. <laughs> um but uh that I, I would have thought that it would have been more like more along the lines of people are more aware of this in popular culture, so maybe they're more aware of signs of it happening, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. That that's definitely that. There was also um they called it pagan traditions, which like yeah um but <laughs> um but it's basically like they also attribute it to like a lot of like kids and teens like thinking it's really cool to like play with Ouija boards and like contact the dead and stuff like that. No, I absolutely do not. Mm-mm. I I saw a Ouija board in somebody's window, like in the dorm, and I was like, and they're like, I don't know, they're like seven doors down from me in this hallway, and I was like, Mm-mm. I'm never talking to them. <laughs> no, don't ever, don't even joke about that. People, I I sometimes if if I like express that I'm afraid of Ouija boards and that sort of thing, people always make fun of me. <laughs> Um, it's like, it's literally a toy, like, like, manufactured by Hasbro, and it's like, well, like, yes, like, it's not the toy. The the, the commercialism is Hasbro, yes, yes, but the concept is very old. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and like, no, I don't think this piece of cardboard is, like, infested with demons or something. It's, the, it's like, you don't need a Ouija board to, like call to like ghosts and demons to like come into your room and talk to you like come on that's never ever 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 no ever (laughs) um anyway so this one quote from father thomas says quote almost every free night i have is taken up by exorcisms which seems crazy to me but maybe that's just what the culture is i don't know i'm not yeah wow it's it's interesting that they like this. At some point, maybe we should just do a whole episode on exorcism. But I want to get this thought out before I forget. Sure. Um, it's interesting that the Father Thomas and the other trained exorcists are pointing at like decreasing mental health as one of the reasons that more exorcisms are being called for. Mm-hmm. When you know, like back in you know the early days of of christianity like that was probably a main contributor to uh exorcisms probably yeah to exorcisms being needed was that people were just having terrible mental health or depression or some kind of like dissociative personality disorder or something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they just didn't have any kind of treatment for it because it was the middle ages right yeah yeah first here i'm gonna go ahead and put that in the dock right now before oh please yeah and I think um, it's really easy to start for a lot of, like, Christians and Catholics and people to say that, like, 
it's like, oh, like, mental illness is just, like, demons attacking you, which is not necessarily the case always. <laughs> Almost always not, it's the case. Like, depression and stuff, like, that's not, like, a spiritual attack most of the time. Yeah. At least mainly. Like, I think, I think, I definitely believe that, like, demons can inflict that on you, but it's not always the case. So, yeah, I mean, go see a doctor and a therapist. Nobody's saying not to do that. Actually, these, um... Yeah. These, like, these official exorcists, like, they have teams of people that, like, help people who, like, call on them for exorcisms. And they say a lot of times it's not a demon. It's just, like, mental health and, like, rough stuff happening in their lives and stuff. And, like, they have psychiatrists and doctors and people on their teams that help people like that who need actual medical help and not necessarily spiritual help. Good. Uh, so, yeah, you know? Yeah. Let's go ahead and take this opportunity to say, like, hey, if you've been considering, like, seeing a therapist or a psychologist or something, like, do it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> the, the like, the absolute worst-case scenario is, like, maybe you have to go see someone else, like, mm-hmm. and then, and then of course, like, everything else is, like, you get better. Yeah, for real. I've been thinking about finding a therapist or something to talk to recently and like I don't I mean I'm probably don't have perfect mental health but like I'm I'm generally fine but I think you know it can always be improved so yeah yeah I think it can only help you out if you especially if you find a good therapist Mm -hmm. um anyway BuzzFeed Unsolved anyway BuzzFeed Unsolved um so yeah uh in this episode specifically uh where they go and talk to Father Thomas which is um titled three horrifying cases of ghosts and demons um, because this is YouTube, and they have to <laughs> talk about it like that. Um, they go to, uh, a place called, um, oh, I literally have it pulled up. Um, they go to, um, I can't remember what it's called, but they go to, like, this big mansion that somebody, um, like, the legend is that they built it while they were, like, being haunted, um, to try and escape ghosts, and so it's, like, this big mansion that has a bunch of, like, doors that lead to nowhere, and, like, um, just a bunch of, like, crazy architecture that, like, is really hard to, like, understand and, like, comprehend, um, it's really easy to get lost in there, uh, and people think that it's haunted. It's probably not haunted. I think it's mostly a tourist trap. Um, they will go there. They go to this like haunted doll island in New Mexico. In New Mexico. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's this. Um, so it's like this island in the middle of uh, some like river or lake or something um, in Mexico City uh, that is just covered in like gross rotting like children's dolls nope don't like that (laughs) like the honestly the scariest part about it wasn't like ghosts or anything it's that the spiders that are living inside of these dolls are gigantic no do not like that at all (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah the story of this one is that like a man used to like live on this island and like he like ran a farm there and stuff a long time ago and um he found, like, a doll that, like, washed up on his shore and, um, decided that it was, uh, the, like, spirit, basically, of a little girl that drowned in the river, and so he kept it, and he kept every single doll that ever washed up on his shore, which was apparently a lot, and, um, yeah, he, so he just collected them all until he died, and now this little place is just covered in haunted dolls. Yikes. sucks. (laughs) And then they went to the Sally House, which is a very famous haunted place where, like, um, a very gruesome murder happened um, and is no- known by believers to be, like, a... They, they think that there's, like, a portal to hell in the basement. Um, and... Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably infested by demons more than ghosts, if, if, if it is at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's where they go in that episode, and that's why they needed Father Thomas's help, mainly for the Sally House. Um, yeah. Worst part about it is that they spent the night in the Sally House to, like, try and, like, get more evidence. <laughs> I don't think they lasted the night. Like, this is one of the only times when they actually left early. 
yeah. But yeah, so uh, we've gone through a lot of uh, just like the baseline of like what uh, BuzzFeed The Solve is about. Um, I think Mm -hmm. I really like it for two reasons. We've gone through it a little bit, but um, one of them is just like like the spiritual the spirituality of it I really like thinking about it and like considering what that like what the implications of that would be and like trying to Mm -hmm. fit that into like my real life and see if like that explains things or like just I like having more knowledge about that kind of thing and then also part the part that I find really entertaining is uh like the history that they go into because like all of these places whether they're haunted or not do have really interesting histories like Mm -hmm. They go to, like, an old western town where, like, there was, like, a really well-documented, like, gunfight that happened. And, like, they, like, reenact it. And it's, like, really interesting, actually, to learn about this weird yeah. place I never knew. Uh, so that's one of my favorite parts. That's also why I liked um, Ghost Adventures, which is a awful, awful show. <laughs> yeah. It real bad. It's so bad. I mean, like... I, I especially liked the um the early seasons are fun, but the see like it's still going on right now and it's so bad. It's so so bad. Like every single episode, Zach Bagans gets like possessed by a demon and like goes crazy and like is like really mean and rude and he gets he gets scratched and like I just don't believe anything that happens on that show. Any yeah. at all. But it's fun to pretend that it's all real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I was gonna ask, uh, how much of BuzzFeed Unsolved is, like, kayfabe? Um, actually, very little of it, and if, and they're not super public about what is kayfabe or not, um, okay. if, if anything, but, um, like, Shane is really a person who doesn't believe in ghosts, and Ryan is really a spiritual person that does, um, and they, like I said, or maybe I didn't say it yet, but, um, they don't, um, uh, like make up or fabricate any of the evidence like there are multiple episodes where they literally don't get anything not like a whisper not a weird noise from the spirit box like absolutely nothing um and it's a boring episode and it's not very fun and they have to like you know like their goofy banter makes up for it but like a show that's trying to be entertaining and interesting wouldn't just make a bad episode they would like if, they, if they're not getting anything they would like have a production person push a glass off the table or something you know but yeah they don't which makes me think that it's like what they find is actually mm-hmm. a little bit more credible than like ghost adventures yeah um so yeah very very little of it is in kayfabe um they actually have a um buzzfeed unsolved post-mortem every week um for the episode okay. that aired the week before um where they like answer questions and go a little bit more like in depth behind the scenes. Like, like there was one where they were investigating the haunting at um this uh YouTuber. Her name is Loey Lane, I think. Um, okay. Her like apartment is haunted. Um, that was a pretty freaky episode, but her apartment is haunted, and so they went to investigate. And at the end, it looked like they just kind of like left her. Like they just yeah. Like she, they do um. They all go into the, like, house, into certain areas, like, alone, because to see if, like, anything else happens to them when they're not surrounded by other people. Um, and after Loey goes in it alone, she's the last person, and they come back and they're like, wow, that sucks. And it looks like they just kind of leave her <laughs> after stirring up this, like, manifestation in their house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so every, like, comment they got was like, did you just leave her there? And they were like, no, no, no. We, like, went back and had Taco Bell with her later. We just had to be dramatic for the episode. So they're yeah. they're pretty open about that kind of stuff. Okay. hmm Okay. Were there, like, specific parts you wanted to talk about? Um, there are a couple, like, specific episodes of BuzzFeed Unsolved that uh, I really enjoyed. Maybe not for, like, the spirituality necessarily, but just because they were fun. And maybe mm-hmm. if you're interested and you haven't seen it yet, like, go watch these ones. Um, there was, oh, there was one that was really fun, um, with, like, uh, the fandom around it. Uh, it was the okay. Old West Town one, where nothing okay. really happened in that episode, really. Um, except, um, 
there was like a thing that looked like a full body apparition uh, that was like sitting at the bar counter and it looked like they were like leaning down on the counter and then like slowly getting up. But they didn't mention it in the episode because apparently they didn't catch it like on the cameras. And so the whole fandom was just like erupting. It's just like, oh my God, they got actual real proof, proof that ghosts exist on this show. And like we had to yeah. wait like a whole week until the postmortem for them to address it. Yeah. Um, And they were like, so... I'm sorry, but that was probably actually one of our crew people that we missed that was in the shot. Um, and that was almost certainly not a ghost. We're really, really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was crazy because um, all of the Bugaras, who are like people who are on Ryan's side, um, yeah. were like freaking out. And they were like, take that Shaniacs. We got this one. This one's ours. And the Shaniacs uh, were all like, there's no way that that's actually a ghost y'all are stupid uh and then and the shaniacs were right we're stupid (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that one was a really fun one uh there's uh the the lowey lane episode was a pretty recent one in the newest season uh Mm -hmm. where uh when they we usually when they go into investigations alone they um Ryan freaks himself out and hears a lot of things and Shane has an explanation in his head for all the little noises and things that he hears so he, yeah. he doesn't experience anything um yeah. but at Loie's house um it was switched um even though like Shane didn't really like acknowledge that he saw much um like the footage shows that uh there's like there's this uh technique that they use where they have two um, flashlights, the ones that, like, turn to turn on, you know? Yeah. And they put those, uh, they turn them, so right at the edge of, um, on or off. Uh, so yeah, that just, so like... really, really easy to trigger. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, if you poke them, they would turn on or off. Um, and they use that as, like, a way to communicate with ghosts that would be able to, like, put a little bit of, like, pressure on them, um, in whatever spiritual electromagnetic way that they would, um... Yeah. And do that and uh so shane thinks that that's bs um <laughs> and i understand how it sounds like bs <laughs> it probably is but um yeah <laughs> the way that they try to um make it as credible as possible is have two flashlights and they like say um if there's a demon in this room turn this one off and turn this one on okay um and if the demon can do it on command and do exactly what they say or the ghost or whatever then yeah it's whatever force <laughs> yeah it's more likely that uh they're actually they might actually be talking to somebody and they can answer like yes or no questions that way too okay um and so shane was hanging out with the flashlights alone and it answered what he told it to do like four times in a row <laughs> okay and he was like oh wow dang <laughs> the flashlights are dancing um and so he was the first one to go in there and uh when ryan like is coming in to switch out he's like i saw the flashlights they were dancing like i've never seen before (laughs) um he doesn't take it very seriously but then ryan didn't notice anything which was really weird and that almost never happens so interesting yeah um uh, talking about their like technology that they use I also find that super fascinating and uh, maybe not a complete, certainly not spiritually accurate, I don't think, but it's fun. Yeah. So there's the flashlights. Um, and then there's also a um, thing that they use called the spirit box that I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, which yeah, yeah. the concept. I, I, yeah. I, I am a little bit familiar with the concept of a spirit box. <laughs> <laughs> Rad. Um, if anybody isn't, uh, it's basically this little like speaker that um, really quickly channel like um, switches radio frequencies. So it's like like over and over and over again. That's every chick is a new radio station. And um, the idea is that it's going too fast to be able to hear anything that's actually happening in the radio uh, like okay. channels, but that a ghost would be able to use that frequency to or like use whatever something is happening there to like talk yeah. through it. Um, interesting mm-hmm. which sometimes yields really interesting results where like uh, they went to this place called the Viper Room which is like an old club in like LA or something that's haunted and uh, 
they didn't even really realize it, but like in the post when you can listen to it a little bit better, uh, like the spirit box just said like help, help me, <laughs> like over and over and over again. Um in like oh, no. in the same voice going over a bunch of different channels, like uh Yeah, it was there's this one point when um, I think Shane was like, you're, there's like a actor or something that died there that they were trying to contact. And he was like, you were a very talented actor in your day. And the spirit box says, thank you. Huh. Um, so. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel some kind of a way about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh. And then sometimes they'll be, I don't even remember what episode this was, but they were using the spirit box and trying to communicate. And this spirit box just goes, apple tater. Like. <laughs> Apples tater? Yeah. <laughs> like huh. it's speaking full sentences, but it has nothing to do with anything. And like huh. probably was actually just the radio somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Spirit box isn't the most compelling evidence in the world. Yeah. Um. They don't use this one as much. I think it's probably because they never get any evidence on it. But there's, like, thermal cameras um, so that you can see, um, like, if there was, like, an apparition that walked by, you might not be able to see it with your eyes. You would get the heat signature, yeah. yeah. Or the lack of a heat signature would be super cold there where this apparition was. Um, Oh, gosh. What else is there? Mm, Spirit box is their favorite toy for sure. Yeah. Um, sometimes they hear little like whispers that get picked up like on their camera microphones and they don't actually hear, which would be super spooky. I would hate looking at the footage and then hearing that there was like yeah, a thing no. whispering in my ear that I couldn't hear. As like <laughs> as as someone who edits two podcasts, that would freak me right yeah. out. <laughs> I hate it. Um, they actually in one of the more recent, it was like a they went to like a big um haunted like jail like an old condemned uh prison um Mm -hmm. and they do think that they caught like an actual full-bodied apparition on one of their um cameras it's like always it's like in the weird like off in the corner and like covered by like different things that are in the way but like it does look like never in like the middle of the frame (laughs) (laughs) um but uh there's like this little like figure that looks like maybe like a person in like a white t-shirt or a woman in a white dress that just kind of like walks past in like the holes between some of the like scaffolding and stuff that's in the way yeah uh so ryan thinks that's incredibly compelling shane does not of course um but uh that was actually one where like shane doesn't didn't have like a logical excuse for it like he doesn't think that it was a ghost but he's like i'm not sure what that was i don't think it was a ghost but yeah don't know what it was um, but yeah, so I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but I, I enjoy BuzzFeed Unsolved a lot. I think it's very entertaining. And I think, um, I know a lot of people don't like to support BuzzFeed just because they're like a big corporation and then. Yeah. But BuzzFeed as, as an organization has a lot of issues. Yes. <laughs> um, but this is, this is mostly, this is pretty much just, like, on the payroll, it sounds like, yeah. not necessarily part of BuzzFeed itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you can see their touch in it somewhat times where, like, it's like, oh, yeah, we went and investigated this, like, YouTuber's house that probably has some sort of connection with BuzzFeed or, um, you know, they do sponsored episodes a lot. Like, um, there was a, like, the horror movie, like, La Llorena uh, just came out. Uh, they did a sponsored episode where they talked about, like, the actual, like, a story that spawned that uh mm-hmm. movie which was they're they're actually pretty interesting gosh they did one about um they did a sponsored episode about the new annabelle movie uh yeah like the haunted doll and everything that actually spooked me i was really upset that I, it got me so bad yeah <laughs> um but yeah uh in the annabelle episode actually they go to this like haunted museum of like so like these really prominent uh like, paranormal investigators, uh, like, just collect haunted objects, and they have, like, the original Annabelle doll there. Oh, no. Nope. (laughs) She's, like, it's so crazy. She's, like, behind glass that's, and, like, there's, like, reinforced glass. Probably, yeah, and there's, like, a little cross on the top, and, like, it says, like, do, like, do not agitate on the side or something, which is, like, (laughs) 
it's also she's huge. She's like two feet tall. It's wow, yeah, no, awful, the worst. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I could ramble about haunted objects for the rest of my life, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I really like Buzzfeed Unsolved. I think it's really interesting from a spiritual standpoint, and obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of people who aren't very spiritual also really enjoy it, which I think is fun. Uh, and yeah, I think it's just a good watch all around. Okay. Um, I am curious, yeah. have, since you've obviously seen more of this, more of the <laughs> series than I ever will, um, have they had any, like, any, like, experiences with, like, the good side of, like, the extra life? Oh, yeah, um, they- Like, any experiences where they, like, were in a bad situation or something, and then, like, and then, like, were, then, like, became calm and serene for good reasons? Oh, yeah, um- they, I, the most popular way that they do that would be, uh, they will mention sometimes that like, they go into a room and like, uh, it's like, oh yeah, this is like a haunted room. But sometimes, like, uh, this little, um, like they'll just people will just start to smell weird scents that shouldn't be there, like the cologne of like their dead father or something like that, you know? And like, so they do talk about that. Uh, Oh, there was one um, at that jail. There's like um, allegedly the ghost of this little boy for some reason um, who uh, loves like whenever tour guides come down there, will like come and like hold their hand and like walk with the tour guide for a little while or slip little pebbles into people's like, pockets and things huh. <laughs> yeah so they didn't have any experiences with that one but like they do like acknowledge that those exist and I like those I like those stories a lot I think like stuff like that makes me think it's maybe not a ghost or but I definitely think <laughs> I have no idea how it works but I like to imagine that like um like there is some kind of spirit yeah. There's some kind of spiritual extra life force that is at work here. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe my grandpa up in heaven, like, has oh, just a tiny little bit of influence down here, you know? Like, maybe he can make my grandma, like, smell his perfume or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. It doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, there was actually, like, there reminds me, there was one time, it was when I was in college, and I was, like, on a run- or like a let's let's be real here. I was on a light jog <laughs> um, around one of the neighborhoods by my campus, and I was like, and I was you know in this neighborhood that I wasn't super familiar with. Like I just didn't go there. It was safe. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But I was moving, and then I just like all of a sudden I like vividly smelled my grandma's perfume. Oh wow! And I was like, I don't know where this is coming from, but it wasn't like a bad experience sure, or anything. Yeah. And then I called my grandma, and we talked, and it was a good conversation. Aw, that's so sweet. I love that. Um, yeah. I, uh, in my um, business law class that I'm taking right now, um, <laughs> uh, which is such a fun time, we um, were talking because it was Halloween. We took a little bit of a detour and talked about, um, like, legally haunted houses and, like, how, huh. like, you can, like, because if a ha- house is haunted, it can uh, potentially affect, like, its value if like the person trying to buy it doesn't want to buy a haunted house um yeah like sometimes you like you can get your house like legally certified to be haunted it takes a lot but um yeah and then you um I don't think you're not forced to disclose that information um but you can if you want to like tell people like hey this is haunted don't sue me or turn the house back in I don't want it yeah (laughs) um So that was kind of interesting, but, um, the professor, uh, was asking if anybody, like, believed in ghosts, and nobody raised their hand, of course, (laughs) because that's kind of embarrassing to admit, um, but then, like, one kid raised his hand, and he was like, oh, yeah, and the kid tells a story about, like, uh, some supernatural encounter he had, um, and then, like, it was crazy, it was literally, like, 12 other people in the room just started popcorning, like, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, my grandma experienced this. It's like, oh, yeah, this house that I, my parents live in is super haunted for sure. And just like, just like that. It's really interesting that, like, I think more than people realize, 
people have weird unexplained like occurrences um or they or they have things happen that that they are willing to attribute to ghosts yeah for sure which i think is i think that's just a fun thing about society honestly yeah (laughs) more than almost anything else (laughs) yeah that that is something that like 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 after after I die or whatever, after I, you know, leap off this mortal coil or whatever the quote is from Hamlet, <laughs> um, like, I think it'd be really cool after after I pass on or whatever, to, like, to be able to, like, figure out, yes, this is a real thing, or no, this is not a real thing, <laughs> but I absolutely do not want to know in this actual real life oh. that I'm living right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think we all just like to, at least for me, I think part of it is that I just like to believe in magic and believe in things that can't be explained by, like, mm-hmm. science or reason. Uh, just because, like, I don't know how every single person, <laughs> like, like every single piece of children's media is like, oh, magic is real, but when you're an adult, you forget. And it's like, it's like okay, well, yeah. then I just won't forget, I said when I was, like, seven. And yeah, <laughs> I still just a little bit like to believe in magic. And things like that, so. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I have much more to talk about that. That's okay. Uh, if you are, if you don't have a whole lot else to talk about, uh, we can go into the wrap-up where we actually have an email. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first, like, we should, before we do the wrap-up, uh, would you recommend watching BuzzFeed Unsolved to people who are looking to experience it from like a from like the faith perspective i think it's super interesting from that perspective and uh i think it's also validating from that perspective uh so yeah absolutely okay interesting yeah i i am someone who is i I would recommend that people read about it first before (laughs) they go and actually like watch anything in case so that way you can you know like pre-screen in case you get spooked (laughs) yeah it does i think the fun thing is um that like if you are a person who's really easily scared and doesn't like stuff like that um Shane and Ryan are some of the funniest people doing comedy right now on the internet honestly and um Mm -hmm. part of the reason I love Shane being on the show as a non-believer is that he can really like ground you it's like okay well let's before we freak out that that was like a demon whispering in my ear let's think about maybe that that was the wind or an owl that was in the attic or something you know like yeah just having that straight man helps keep ryan grounded and you know you grounded as a watcher as well okay good to know good to know um okay now we can go into the wrap-up <laughs> Good, yes. Okay, uh, so we have an email uh, from our friend Tanner. Oh, yay! Uh, they sent an email about our Saints episode. Oh, rad. Uh, which is the last one that came out. Uh, and they say, uh, I did my homework and thought about the Saints. Here are my thoughts in order. <laughs> uh, number one, beta test your Saints. I already tweeted this one, but when you mentioned post-mortem miracles having to be verified during the canonization process, this is what my brain compared it to. Then I started thinking about a fun road trip movie with two papal agents going cross-country to confirm said miracles. <laughs> That's a fun movie. I would absolutely watch that. <laughs> I would play in that, like, uh, RPG. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, their second thought was, uh, there's a Joan of Arc Digimon. Uh, and they included a picture. Uh, her name is uh, her name is Darkmon, as in D apostrophe A R C. And I have no idea if there's any connection between her and Joan beyond the name. I also don't think there's any other Digimon explicitly based on saints. But of course, this franchise is not exempt from the Japanese tendency towards all capitalized using Christian imagery for fun and profit trademark. <laughs> uh, and maybe the other angels have saintly vibes. Also, the Japanese name for Mega Gargomon is Saint Gargomon, and when I think saints, I definitely think of giant mechanical bunnies. <laughs> That's so fun. I love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, number three is, my favorite joke about saints is from an episode of 30 Rock, where Jack goes to church with his girlfriend, Elisa, and actually insults it, to which she replies, 
how dare you say such things so close to the statue of santa lucia patron saint of judgmental statues (laughs) (laughs) which is that's a good joke i actually have never seen any of 30 rock so i've seen a little bit of it like when my parents were watching it yeah that's really funny though (laughs) Mm -hmm. um uh, their fourth thing was uh, Saints Gotcha Game. That seems a tad blasphemous, but also might already kind of be the plot of Fate Stay Night, which already has a gotcha game, so there you go. <laughs> I am not familiar with Fate Stay Night at all, so I'll take your word for it, Tanner. <laughs> and they also say, anyway, you two are fantastic at being both educational and entertaining, and I love listening to your episodes. Keep up the good work. Aww. Thank you, Tanner. Thank you, Tanner. We appreciate your input and your comments, and we also appreciate you as a person and as a GM. Yes. <laughs> Please, let's play Power Rangers soon. I miss it so bad. Yes. Uh, that's it for today's episode. Um, uh, and I guess uh, stay tuned. Uh, the next uh, the next episode, the first December one, is going to be a... It's going to be, like, pushed back a cycle if that makes sense, because December 1st is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, and I personally, Christina, will be, uh, will be away from my computer (laughs) on that Sunday, Mm -hmm. and whenever I'm on vacation, I make it a policy not to edit podcasts, unless I absolutely have to. So, no episode, uh, the next one will be on December 15th, and I am very much so looking forward to it. It's gonna be exciting, I'm into it. Faithful is part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pippa, and other places where podcasts are found. Uh, If there is a place where you would like to hear us and we are not currently on there, let me know and I can work on getting us there. (laughs) Um, Our theme song is Start of Something Beautiful, courtesy of Ketza. We can be reached through an email at faithful, with two L's, pod at gmail.com, or through our Twitter at faithful2lspods, with an S. And since we are a podcast, it is always helpful if you rate and review us on your listening platform of choice, and maybe recommend us to a friend or two, so that we can, uh, you know, I guess, find a wider audience and spread the word about this BuzzFeed uh, web series. <laughs> yeah, no one's ever heard of very indie, indie very in- underground. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be the next big thing. Uh, so my name is Christina. My name is Emma. And keep, keep the faith. I forgot we don't normally do our names at the end of the sign. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Oops. <laughs>